my friends, and welcome to the Experience Our Industry podcast. As you know, I am Dr. Brian Greenwood, and I am super excited to be here today with Joanne Lodato, who is a 2019 graduate of our program. Hi, Joanne. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, you know, Joanne, uh, Joanne knows this, um, but I'm going to share this with all of our, our listeners. Um, uh, and uh, Joanne, for, forgive me because I do often have favorites on, on the podcast. Um, and so people have heard me say one of my favorites before, but, um, you know, for sure that you are one of my favorites and, uh, Joe, you know, people ask me like, well, what does that mean? How did they become a favorite? And I'm like, well, they became a favorite because of, of, uh, their smile and their energy in the classroom and their, their, uh, their, outside the classroom, they're connecting with us. You know, it's just a matter of connecting with faculty. Believe it or not, most people think we're we are robotic and, um, and that we, uh, you know, live in our offices and don't have normal lives. But Joanne got to see me out in the community and knows that, uh, knows that I'm not a robot. And, um, and so uh, we got to bond during her time at Cal Poly. And I think one of the most... Um, Joanne, we'll go ahead and get into this. I, I think uh, what stood out the most is that uh, for RPTA 101, we have, um, I, I when I teach that course, students volunteer in the community and we have community partnerships where students go out and, and get hours. And it's it's a jump start to their 1,000 hours. And and Joanne did that just like every other 101 student and and volunteered with Slow Parks and Recreation and the uh, and the, the inaugural turkey trot, which was on Thanksgiving out at Laguna Lake Golf Course. And then the next year, I went out with my family and lo and behold, who is greeting me? But Joanne. Joanne went out for a second year and continued, I think, to go out there for the turkey trot. So, uh, yeah, that that really that really meant a lot. And uh, your 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 big smile greeting me on Thanksgiving morning was like that was just so meaningful to know that 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 a student would would continue on and do that. So. So Joanne, let's let's get, let them get to know you a little bit more. Like I've gotten to get to know you. Um, tell us, uh, tell us where you're from. So born and raised San Luis Obispo. Didn't venture very far for college, um, but yeah, I grew up in the area. I never thought I would go to Cal Poly in right. a million years. Um, thought I'd get out of town, and my mom encouraged me. You know, just to wear Cal Poly, see what you think of it. You know, just just unbiased, and and I did, and like halfway through the tour, I think I looked at my friend and was like, Oh God, I have to tell my mom I'm going to go to Cal Poly, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's yeah. awesome. What, yeah. what did it for you on the tour? Was it just the, the learn by doing, um, or, or was it just like, uh, I don't know what, what hit you? I'm, I'm really curious about that. I mean, I, I just remember I was walking around like the dorm area with just these people who I had you know, just new people. There was, you know, everyone and their parents were there. And I was just like, these people are really cool. The person giving us a tour was just so excited and was talking about Cal Poly so highly. And, mm -hmm. and it really just did feel like kind of a different world being on campus. Um, and it just, I, I can't even put like a specific pinpoint to it. It just was like the overall feeling and the, 
and the conversations I had, I was like, you know what, this is my place. This is why, why leave if it's so good here Right, <laughs> right. From all over to be here. So I was very blessed to have it in my backyard. I love it. I love it. Well, well, you know, most of our listeners know what it's like uh, to, to live in slow a, at some point in their lives, but, um, but you have a unique perspective on what it's like to grow up in slow. So tell us a little bit about growing up. Like uh, what did your parents do? What were you into that sort of thing? Totally. Um, well, I was, uh, my parents owned Cold Stone Creamery downtown San Luis for the mm-hmm. first 11, 12 years or so of my life. And so I really, downtown slow was my second home. Um, it, I just grew up going to farmers, being a part of the community. I just, I think that's why San Luis is so close to my heart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I growing up was just, your average kid. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing too crazy. I went to San Luis Obispo high school. Um, were you into sports? Played, what did you do? Yeah, I played sports. I played volleyball throughout high school, Okay, basketball a little bit, but got a little too aggressive for me. I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so yeah, I was, I'm always a competitive person, but mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> nothing crazy. Right. What about siblings? Did you have any siblings at Cal Poly or, yeah, or yeah. siblings at Cal Poly siblings growing up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a sibling growing up and at Cal Poly. Cause she also went to Cal Poly. I knew um, that. That's why I mixed that up. <laughs> <laughs> Her, yeah, no, she's, um, she was a communications major. She actually recently graduated as well. Um, she's working right now full-time for this amazing company. It's called sparkle. Oh. They upcycle uh, designer bags into watch bands. No way. There's it's super great. Um, check them out online. I'll very cool. She's doing their marketing. Nice um, plug for yeah. sis. I love that <laughs> sparkle. All right, folks sponsored by sparkle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, you talked a little bit about the decision to go to Cal Poly now. Um, uh, what about the decision to to go into into our major? You know, um, uh, I, I, you you are a recent graduate, so but but I don't think when you came in was it experience industry management or did we change while you were while you were in school? It, it was it was like the first year I think was the change, first or second year. Right, I'm- right. So what did yeah. your did your parents take convincing about this uh, about this major? Well, Yeah. So my, I initially came to it because, so I worked at an Italian restaurant called Nucci's and my boss was fantastic. And he Mm -hmm. had me plan his daughter's birthday party one time. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wanted absolutely nothing to do with it. So I helped, helped with that. And he was like, (laughs) no, you're, you're pretty good at this. Like, have you ever thought about, you know, going to school for this? And I was like, that's not a major, like, (laughs) come on, you know? And so, but he was like, no, I know Cal Poly's got a, like a hospitality tourism program. And so I looked into it and realized, you know, schools have it. And I kind of told my parents, I was like, I think this is kind of the direction I want to go. My dad was so skeptical. He, uh, he, he didn't, I I don't know. It just doesn't necessarily always to someone outside of the industry doesn't sound like something you can, you know, make money and support yourself on necessarily Um, his mind. It was, you know, party planning. Yeah. Um, And then in my mom's mind, she was, she, she was the person who, hated planning, you know, parties, events, event coordinating is just not her thing. So she thought I'm with her. I'm with her. I don't (laughs) like it either. (laughs) She thought I was totally insane. So, but then it was actually at open house that I went to. Mm -hmm. Um, and you were there as well as, um, 
all of my other professors and did, did the spiel. And I mean, I kept meeting amazing people and I was like, Oh God, yeah, this is my place. And I remember walking out of that open house and my dad was like, okay, I get it now. I see what you're doing. I understand what you can do with this major and why it was a good fit for me. So thank goodness. Cause I, I've regretted none of it. So. Right, right. Well, that that's one of the reasons why I love open house so much, because I feel like we're doing more convincing the parents than we are the kids a lot of times, you know, a lot of times we'll have parents come up afterwards like, wow, I had no idea. I wish I'd known about this major when I was in college, you know? Um, so uh, yeah, that's really fun. Well, well, Joanne, I know, um, you know, I know when, when I invited you to the podcast, being a 2019 graduate, you were kind of like, well, okay, but I haven't been at it very long. And, and I, I said to you, well, yes, I know that, but, um, I, you know, our, our listeners, a lot of our listeners are, are current or prospective students. And so they've given me feedback that they like to hear from, from, um, alumni who are, who are, are just getting started in their careers because they can relate a little bit more to you. And, and so, you know, I, I know that you were just on campus just a few short years ago, and um, I know how involved you were on campus, but I'd love for you to, to tell our listeners, like, um, just some things that you did that, that, st- that stood out um, in terms of professional development, memorable moments, those sorts of things, like what really, uh, what really stuck with you in your, your learn by doing centered education? Totally. So uh, yeah, I'll say as much as you can learn in the classroom, it's really, it's the connections that you're making and the experiences you're having that kind of can guide you into the direction you want to go with your career. Um, So I kind of, I took that full heartedly, that advice that I received. And um, I, I worked for a catering company all throughout my time at Cal Poly. It was just a weekend gig, but I had such amazing experiences and I just saw so much of event coordinating and realized that that is a realm that I wanted to take. Um, what else did I, I, I worked for ASI events as well for mm-hmm. almost three years. Um, no, like two and a half years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a special event student assistant. It was my dream job. Quite honestly, it was the most amazing experience. Um, I worked on campy on campus for, um, Missy, Allison Bullock, um, she taught me so much about event coordinating, about management, about just, you know, the re- it felt like a real, real, real world job. Um, and I got to plan everything in that job from trivia nights. Um, I hosted trivia nights every week on campus to right. spring stampede, which was, you know, large scale events. And I, I, it was the most amazing experience doing that and putting myself out there for that. Um, I love the shout out to Missy. Missy is amazing. <laughs> I like Missy a lot. So yeah, she, she's the best. She's amazing at what she does. And I, I was very lucky to learn what I did from her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And working for ASI is actually what got me my job out of college um, or my internship as well, which I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about later, but <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I do? I don't know. Um, I don't know. You might've planned a book launch or I don't you know. know, you know, so, so yeah. So Joanne was, you know, making her mark on campus as an event, you know, as an event coordinator. And, um, 
uh, when we were uh, Dr. Schwab, Dr. Kerry Schwab and I were a part of the book team that that um, wrote the, the book on Learn by Doing and along with um, Lorraine Donegan and Don Janke. And yeah, we brought uh, Joanne on to be uh, one of our event, uh, event coordinators for that uh, book launch. And um, it was amazing because it was such a stressful time in my life and in never having published a book um, and especially of that magnitude. And so to be able to bring Joanne on to, to help. And uh, when she would meet with me, with me, it was like, she would melt all of the stress away for me because uh, you know, Joanne, you laughed earlier when I said, I can't stand event coordinating, but I think I told you that like probably 20 times during the lead up to that book <laughs> launch. And you guys just took the stress uh, right off of my back. And so I cannot thank you enough for that. That was, but that, what a fun, <laughs> what a fun time. It was such a great experience. Yeah. We did the, we did the launch event. We did the conference. I think yep. we like two years in a row. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like you just became like the like central event coordinator for more than a motto. So, <laughs> so it was great. Yeah, we 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 did two conferences and a book launch. Yeah, that was uh, pretty amazing. And so you know that, but that's the type of learn by doing experience that I think is so valuable. And um. You know, one of the things that that we learned, and, and you heard me share this um, a couple of times in the process of writing the book, is that um, what makes Cal Poly special is obviously that learn by doing centered ap- approach that we have to education. Mm-hmm. But you can take a passive mentality mm-hmm. with with learn by doing mm-hmm. and not get that much out of it. Yeah. But if you take an active mentality in a learn by doing centered environment, you are going to get a ton out of it. And that's what you've done. And so many of our students do. And so let's let's uh, you, you alluded to it earlier. Let's get into the uh, to the internship and how you ended up um, getting your internship because you went to one of my favorite places in the world <laughs> up in uh, Big Sky, Montana. So let's uh, let's tell everybody about that. If yeah, you would. So I did that internship. That was my unofficial internship. Yeah, right, I did. right. I did it the summer, I believe, between sophomore, junior. No, between freshman and sophomore year, I did it. Did um, you really? I didn't yeah, realize it was that early. Yeah, Anna Dixon, um, she's an alumni from our department. She was working there and had come out to visit, I believe, Dr. Goldenberg, and she presented in my class and just kind of said, hey, you know, if anyone ever wants to come out, reach out. And I was like, okay. And I did. And I reached out immediately. And she was like, okay, when, you know, when you're ready, just let me know. And I'll get you in touch with the right people. And she put me in touch with conference services there. Um, and I had the most amazing summer there. I mean, I would 100% recommend it to anyone interested in conference services, um, hotel, hospitality, any of that. Um, I moved out there, moved into employee housing and made amazing, amazing memories, amazing friends did just uh, events that you never kind of would do in our area specific to, you know, a ski resort. Right. Um, So I did everything from you know, day of execution conferences to weddings. I, you know, ran through the rain to bring an umbrella to the bride, <laughs> I, you know, a little bit of everything, um, right. we also held public events, which were where I actually got my first experience working in the beer industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a brew fest there and I, I spent a lot of time on that, um, helping the event coordinator do that. 
And that's kind of was my first little intro to beer and why I was like, oh, this could kind of be a cool, cool thing to get into. People love beer and people, you know, there's a big community around it. It's, it's a fun thing. Right. And that leads us right into your official internship and and the job that you're currently doing. And um, I cannot believe that that we're, uh, you know, almost uh, what, like 20, 30 minutes into the podcast. And I completely forgot to tell them who you currently work for. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, Joanne, is, Joanne is, is currently the executive assistant at, at Firestone Walker Brewing Company. And um, we're going to talk about how she ended up um, uh going through the ranks and getting to that position, but, but your official internship with, was with Firestone Walker, right? It was. So yeah, I, I was just kind of starting to look for an internship and I knew I kind of wanted to stick around the area because I graduated a little bit before most of my friends. So I just wanted to make sure to stay in touch. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my supervisor at one of my supervisors at ASI, um, lived right next to my, now boss, um, she, she asked, Hey, do you know of anyone looking for, you know, an events position? And he was like, yeah, I've, I've got this person who's graduating soon. I like working with her and, uh, here's her contact information. So that took me, I, I headed to Paso. We met and I was like, this sounds awesome. So it was a brand ambassador position, um, as an, an intern. So, uh, I started, you know, learning how to everything beer, you know, right. cleaning jockey boxes, um, legalities behind beer. I did donation coordinating, um, which is just a lot of, a lot of paperwork, but super, super rewarding, um, to be able to donate beer to our community for fundraising events specifically. Yeah. Um, and, and so I just, I, I was doing that and my, um, one of, uh, retail, uh, director of retail kind of, asked about me, noticed what I was doing and said, Hey, you know, would you be interested in sticking around full time? Um, I, I have this position opening. It was, it was retail marketing coordinator was what I came in as it was right. more of a banquet events position mm. with a couple other things on the side. Right. Um, and it's, we've got three tap room locations, um, right. one in Paso Robles, one in Buellton and one in Venice. And so I was in, um, it was a sales position through and through, um, Mark, you know, making, making sure. So there was a point of contact at all three locations. So people could host rehearsal dinners, graduation dinners, um, company parties, et cetera. So that's what I was, you know, hired on full-time to do right, right at the end of my internship. So I was very blessed. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know that, and that's the dream. I mean, that's what we, and that, that's how, well, I shouldn't say dream. That's the, that's the plan. I mean, you know, when we, when we structured the, uh, the, the 400 hour internship for 10 weeks, you know, the idea is hopefully that, that you're going to impress somebody and they're going to open up a position or, um, you know, what we find a lot of times is that even if they can't open up a position for you, they'll help you find someone yeah. or some, uh, you know, with, with one of their contacts because they're so impressed with our, our students. And, and obviously you were definitely no exception there. So, um, so tell us, you know, um, Obviously, we've been through a rough patch, right? You know, the last uh, the last year plus with the pandemic. Um, you know, I, I think some people maybe th- think to themselves, "Well, you know, yeah, but didn't beer sales go up during um, during the pandemic?" And um, 
Yeah, I think maybe some beer sales did go up. Alcohol sales did go up, but um, with uh, as much as I, I know, uh, I know a little bit about Firestone Walker, and obviously you know a ton more. There's way more to it than just beer sales, right? And so, um, I imagine it was still a pretty difficult year. Can you talk a little bit about the highs and lows of, of this past year and what it was like? Totally. Um, I was very lucky in the sense I I never was laid off from the company. I mean, my whole world was canceled along with several of my other coworkers. You know, we were sitting at home like we have absolutely nothing to do. We don't know when the world's opening back up. Um, But my company did an amazing job pivoting. Um, You know, restaurant sales were completely zeroed we were closed Mm -hmm. and so we started shipping out beer we did direct to consumer um out of our warehouse it was not set up for it but we did it and Mm -hmm. we figured it out and we made it work so i was in there packing boxes shipping shipping out um all over california so it we pivoted and it was definitely not glamorous but it was what we needed to do at the time to to stay employed and keep the company going Um, I was, you know, in a sense, yes, beer sales did go up. I would say more broke even, um, our keg sales were zeroed. Our kegs were just sitting in our parking lots. It was very depressing to see, but our grocery store sales skyrocketed. Yeah. I should have specified that. That's what I was meaning. Like retail sales might've gone up, but people forget that, um, that beer, beer manufacturers sell to way more than just retail. It's like, what about restaurants and all of those huge festivals and all of that stuff? Yeah. So it was a, it was a big hit, but I will say our company did a really amazing job at pivoting. Um, and that's just a part of working with a great team and great leaders. Right. Well, that's awesome. And, um, and so, and so coming out of the the pandemic, um, you, you ended up in a, in a new position, right. And, um, and so, um, I, I don't even know whether I can't even remember whether I even said it, I forgot to even say who you were working for, but, um, but, but Joanne is now the executive assistant, um, for Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Tell us, tell us what, um, I know you're probably just trying to figure it out and just, um, and just, uh, uh, not just recently being promoted, um, but what does an executive assistant entail? What are what are you what are you up to in that in that position? Like you said, still trying to figure it out. Right, um, taking it day by day. <laughs> so we actually we're just I'm still kind of doing both jobs. We've hired mm-hmm. someone from Cal Poly, an EIM student mm-hmm. who I was you know went to school with. Awesome. Um, I interviewed her and we hired her to replace me. So I'm really excited to That's start. That's cool. Um, yeah. So. Um, in this new position as an executive assistant, I report directly to um, our owner, our director of marketing and our chief of, uh, or our director of marketing and our director of sales. Hmm. So, um, you know, planning out their schedules, making sure they've got transportation and um, tickets booked to the things that they're going to. Um, uh, I don't even know where to begin. It's uh, making sure our VIPs are taken care of, mm-hmm. making, you know, when they're coming out to campus, we've got, you know, distributors coming from all over the United States. We've got our sales team coming from all over the United States and making sure everyone's taken care of and coordinated. Um, 
Yeah. Making sure they're showing up to their podcasts on time, to their, you know, news interviews on time. So uh-huh. it's a lot of back end. So it's, it is a little change because I went from being very active and running around restaurants, um, uh-huh. doing the event coordinating to, you know, working more so at my desk, um, but still sitting in on some important meetings and learning a yeah. lot from working around such, um, successful people. So it's been really interesting and, um, exciting so far. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I told you earlier when we, when we were talking about it, um, I, uh, and you actually probably remember this from um, from from working at Cal Poly, and, and we we have a number we've had a number of students who have worked in the president's office, for example, at, at Cal Poly, um, and um, and I know that that's like that is a high level position, and you're having to balance the schedule of the president, making sure that he gets here to there, and there's events, and there's there's just lots of plates to balance, you know, and uh, and so the, I was imagining that that was this a very similar. Time type of, um, of environment. And that's what it, that's what it sounds like. Well, um, I, uh, I appreciate you taking the time today and I, uh, I know you have a busy schedule and everything's starting to open, you know, has opened back up and, and, uh, you know, we're, I know we're all really excited for the future and excited to get out and, and see Firestone Walker at beer festivals and all of that. Are, Are there plans for, for festivals and everything ramping back up, I assume. Yeah, we're slowly getting there. We're having our sales team meeting this year. Um, and then I think our first planned event is in 2022 for the public. Um, but yeah, it's, it's slowly coming back. It's happening. We're, we're excited, uh, ready to, you know, get back to normal and, what we know and love. So it'll be exciting. Right. For sure. And I know Firestone Walker is very committed to experiential marketing. So that, that was one of the things that I've been impressed with over, over the years. And so I'm sure getting back into that environment is a, is a, a big thing. And, um, and yeah, so if somebody wants to buy Firestone Walker work uh, beer, where can they go? Well, you can come <laughs> to every kidding. grocery store. I know. I'm just kidding. With you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, uh, I'm just kidding. No, but if they want to see you, are you are you at the are you at the main the main uh, Paso location? Is that where I you're located? Am. I am. And if if any of you are interested in working in this industry, um, the beverage food beverage industry, please reach out um, to Dr. Greenwood. He has all of my contact information. Um, I'm always happy to help look at a resume point in the right direction. Um, this is fun yeah. for me. I, I, this is, I love helping and I, if anything I can do. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, you know, what, one of the things that I, that I tell our listeners is that, um, you know, one of the ways that I stay connected to our alumni is through LinkedIn. And so, um, you know, don't hesitate to, to, to reach out to Joanne and say, Hey, I heard your podcast on, I heard your podcast, just wanted to connect on, on LinkedIn. And, um, and that, that's one way to, to, um, you know, to stay connected. Um, so I, I will ask you that question, um, for, for students who are in- interested in the beer industry, um, what what advice would you give them in terms of um, building their skills and 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 that sort of thing? Totally. I mean, number one is just uh, volunteer at different events. Um, you, that was kind of like I said, how I figured out my my area was working that beer festival. So um, and just trying all sectors before you dedicate yourself just to one. 
Um, if you think you want to go into, uh, catering, go, go work catering, go work the bar, go work every sector of it. Mm -hmm. If you think you want to get into wedding coordinating, make sure, you know, everything that goes into wedding coordinating, you know, right. Get, get the, get the logistical experience, get the back of house experience, get the front of house experience. Um, there's really, I mean, you got to know what you're getting into. So it's better to try it now while in college and learn you don't like it rather than hop into a career that is not what you want. Um, Exactly. Yeah, that's my first piece. And I, I would say my second piece of advice is just I was able to surround myself with really amazing people yeah. while at Cal Poly um, really took advantage of my my classmates yeah. uh, who became my lifelong friends. Yeah. Or hopefully, hopefully will be. I'm not a lifetime old yet, but <laughs> <All right. laughs> hopefully no. be my lifetime friends. Yeah. And, um, the people are going to push you. I mean, I was able to go to conferences as you know, with these my amazing professors who alongside my classmates who were my best friends. And, you know, we went to Las Vegas and yeah. you got to take advantage of these opportunities. It's once in a lifetime and you, you, you can't, you can't pass them. So make sure yeah. you're, you're taking advantage of every opportunity. Really good advice. Uh, much better than the advice that I would have given. If, if we had, um, if, if you had asked me, I would have said, you really need to work on your balance for keg stands. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Joanne. I really appreciate it. You know, I um, while you were talking too, I, I really did think of a, a serious um, piece of advice, and and one of the things that I noticed in in watching you, and, and that is jump in. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't stand back passively. Yeah. Um. You know, like I remember when I was a restaurant manager, I I really hated to say to, to wait staff, like, do you, can you go get that plate? Do you not see that those people are done and they're yeah. waiting for their check? Like, why are you standing here with me? Like, go jump in. Like you, you gotta be aware of the circumstances and jump in. And I remember from watching you with our more than a motto events, like you, that's, you didn't have to be told to jump in. You were always jumping in and, and, um, and that's a, that's people see that. And, um, and, and people in power see that. And that's one of the ways that, that Joanne has, has so quickly, um, risen to the spot where she is, is because people, you know, people who, um, who know what they're doing, they see, they see that jumping in and they know that they can rely on you. Um, that's, uh, they, they gravitate towards, towards you. And so, kudos <laughs> yes of course and kudos on on everything it's so great to see you and uh really really enjoyed catching up appreciate you taking the time happy to thanks for having me and um have a great rest of your year guys yeah see ya <laughs> <laughs>